you know, when a lot of people love you where you're at, these people don't love you. These people love you too much to let you stay where you're at. You know, this is, these are the relationships where if somebody sees you getting off track, they actually will call you and call you out because they love you that much and they will help you. Hello everyone, we are Greg and Jackie Francis and welcome to High Performance Parenting where our passionate goal is to encourage you to raise champion children in a crazy world. Every week we will bring you multiple episodes from our extensive experience of raising our six, <laughs> yeah, six, happy, healthy, successful, godly kids who are confidently equipped to win big in life. We deeply believe that any parent who is provided with the right knowledge and continual support can raise amazing kids. And when they do, all of our futures get better. If raising up future generations of absolute champions matters to you as much as it does to us, here's how you can contribute. Like and share this podcast with everyone you know. And together, let's embrace this journey of raising champion kids in a crazy world. Okay, so part two to this huge topic of friendships, we are finishing up just describing how to manage some of the family dynamics when you have a little bit of dysfunctionality. And, you know, the last thing I'll really say about this is, um, you know, again, keeping a filter on all the time that these are God's kids, not just our kids. We have to equip them and put them in the right atmospheres. And even sometimes if that means that there needs to be a little bit of separation from some negative atmospheres, even if they are family. And that was a choice that we made and um, we feel good about it at the same time. The word says to honor your mother and father and you will live a long life and we teach honor and we can't expect honor from our kids if we don't honor our parents. So we had to come up with creative ways to honor my mom and dad still do. And, uh, and you know, the, how does that explanation happen with our kids? I think it's pretty simple. It's just making, you know, we've, we've talked about this a little bit cause we let them ask questions and they don't always understand things. And for us, we well, just, I think that's one of the keys though, is we let them ask questions. I mean, that's, we don't try to like not let them. I think that's, you know, one of the things that I think is most hard and you kind of remember growing up that a lot of times kids weren't allowed to ask questions and mm -hmm. that, that left you really confused a lot of times. Right. And, and that's one thing about our kids is, yeah, sometimes the topics comes up and we didn't know some of their concerns. We didn't know what they were thinking. So the questions are good. And sometimes we explain it once or twice to them after they explain, they ask us a question and they know not to keep asking it then. Because maybe that question is really just hard to answer, yep. you know, or we don't feel comfortable answering it. And we try to be as honest as we can with our kids about it all so that they don't keep coming to us because they don't know when to stop asking certain things. Kids are just kids. So when yeah. things happen and they don't understand why, they'll ask us and then, you know, we try the best to answer it. And then after a while, we're like, so it's kind of like one of those things that we don't fully understand sometimes either. So as we get more information, we'll explain it to you. But if not, yeah, which is the truth. I mean, we, and, and like you said, we, we kind of not only let them ask questions, we kind of push them to ask questions. Yeah. When after we, you know, leave and it was kind of a unique situation or whatever. And it's a learning opportunity. Instead of them us. just sitting there and coming up with their own ways of interpreting it, we want to be able to talk it through with them. You know, it's like, Hey, why does, why does grandpa, you know, smoke so much or something like that? And, you know, a lot of times it's like, I don't fully understand how he ever got started in that or doing that or why he still does it. But you know, I will know, I do know this, we can pray that he, he wakes up to realize that he shouldn't do it and, you know, that he'll stop doing it. Like, I mean, that's just kind of how we do it. And the kids are like, okay. And, you know, and I've explained a little bit about my parents upbringing and how a lot of them, they didn't even know any better, you know, probably doing the best they could with what they knew. And so we'll honor them where they're at, but mm -hmm. at the same time, we follow God's word, you know, and that's, that's the foundation. And that they're not necessarily our example. You know, that's one thing that we teach our kids. We can take good information 
Um, but they're not our example because they're not following the word of God. Yeah. And we teach them that about us too, that, Absolutely. Hey, listen, we're here. We're, we're here to, you know, of course do our best, but at the same time, right. you know, your, your number one is God and his word. So yeah, we, we for sure do that. So anyways, then of course, you know, we can start getting into the, the, what friendships are because you know, the one level of major relationships, of course, is family, extended family. Um, and then, you know, when you start getting into friendships, it's like, yeah, this is a, this is a big one. You got to bring some clarity and some consciousness to this category because if you don't, I don't know. I know we had a, we had quite a season, at least in particular for at the beginning where I think our social life was a pretty big weakness in a lot of ways. You know, we're just busy people. We're very private type people. Um, and our family are our best friends. We do everything together. We're kind of more quiet and reserved and, uh, you know, we love spending time together as with our kids and et cetera. And so it, you and I, we can easily isolate, you know, outside of our family. Which we found after doing it for so long, that it's really unhealthy, you yeah. know, that we are meant to have relationships and relationships are key and life is meant to be lived with people. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you take anything too much to an extreme, it's unhealthy. Yeah. And we were living really unhealthy for a so, long time. So we would go through this weird um, yo-yo type thing where we would kind of isolate and just be our family and do our thing. And then you and I, we would really get lonely for friendships. You know what I mean? And you'd get lonely for girlfriends. I'd get lonely for guy friends. And, you know, so then all of a sudden we would like try to have friends. And then, you know, if they didn't work out like we thought it would in our minds, then we get frustrated again. We're like, maybe we just need to just be us again, you know? And, and we did this for years. And, um, then we started realizing, we started learning really started studying this topic. Like, okay, how do you, how do we really bring the right intentionality to this category of life? And, uh, we need to bring some real consciousness to it, right? Some real awareness to it. Well, and we had to be honest about what we were both looking for in friendships, mm-hmm. you know, both individually and as a couple, we had to start figuring what it looked like for us to have a standard with our friendships, what our time looked like, and really what kind of like friends we wanted to have either close to us or more at a distance from us and kind of define that for each other so that we could remind each other what kind of friends we were looking for, for different areas of our life. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, no, you're not supposed to have just one friend to try to fill everything up. Right. Like it's not even possible. Like one person can't fill every need of yours as a friend, you know? And if you think about it from that way, then that means we ultimately should all have different friends. Yeah. You know, and I was, I was reading a book not too long ago about how the importance is that we should all have, you know, 10 or 12 different friends that fill different needs in our life. You know, whether you have a friend that's kind of the energetic person that you go to, like, let's go do something fun together. Or whether you have a friend that's like, man, I'm having a rough day. You know, the person that walks through that with you or maybe another friend that you'll say, Hey, you know what? Let's, um, let's plan out our goals and our dreams together. And they mastermind with you, you know, or whatever. There's like, we should all have enough friends to fill all those needs and, and not necessarily try to fill it in with, you know, the same person for every area. It's to really enjoy multiple people in your life so that you can live a fulfilled life and they can too. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, um, it's huge because, I was just reminded of something I think I heard probably from a Tony Robbins talk one time. And he was talking about how there's a difference between success and fulfillment. You know, you can be successful. You can make success could be, I want to make a million dollars a year and you hit it. Right. But you can get there and be completely unfulfilled because Mm -hmm. of the, of the lack of quality relationships that you have in your life. You know, And, and if the thing, the reality is, you know, you start realizing over time that if you really want to have a happy, fulfilled life, 
relationships are key. You They're know? so important. Marriage is key, right? Family life is key. Your social friends, they are key. Like quality relationships truly are one of the best ways to enjoy life. You know, it's a, and it's, it's like how you share with each other is huge. Like they contribute to you, you contribute to them. It helps both parties stimulate and expand. Everybody's different. So you kind of bring different strengths, different talents. You know, you pick, if you pick great friends, then their best qualities rub off on you and yours rub off on them. And it's just powerful. Well, and really relationships that make me feel fulfilled. I hope I'm doing the same for them. Yeah. You know, relationships that make me feel like I can be who I want to be in life and even step it up to a new level. I hope I'm bringing that to the table for others too. Yeah. And that's all part of the whole thing. When we think about friendships today, which again, we're coming from the perspective today that Greg and I learned this kind of information later in life. Yeah. And then because we were so excited about really diving into this topic, this is what we teach our kids. Mm -hmm. So as we were chatting with you guys today, understand that we're bringing this up so that you too can have these conversations with your kids. Yeah. You know, that they too can understand the different levels of friendships and what to look for, the different standards that you want for your household and for them and, and what friendship looks like for them to get one and to have one and then to be one to other yeah. people. Yeah. So let's get into this a little bit, you know, yeah. because um, one thing that really helped us in the area of social network and having quality friends, I mean, it was, I remember it was a pretty big breakthrough. We, we had a couple of resources, had some different, um, you know, influencers in our life that actually helped us understand a few things about friendships. And it, and it really opened up a whole new world to us. You know, like mm. one, it was somewhat what you just started saying, where it's like, you know, your friends don't have to, you don't have to have a friend bring everything that, no. to the table that you need. In fact, it's, it's, it, it's not even really realistic it's to not. consider that. But how many times do we do it? Well, that's why we keep saying this is my best friend. And then you, you're let down because if your best friend, quote unquote, yeah. can't fulfill you in every area of yeah. your life, well, they're not my best friend. They don't understand me. <laughs> that's right. So, so you're back to no ship, friends again. <laughs> and then you're going to be either by yourself or trying to find another best friend next month. Done that so many times. Crazy. You yeah. know? And it's like, again, did you even look for the good qualities that that person brings to your life? Yeah. They can be a friend in your life but not the pressure to be the only friend yeah. in your life. Yeah. So let's talk about different categories of friendships yeah. because this is important, you know? So we have a category a like first level of category of friendship is ones that are kind of shallow without that, without for lack of a better, more positive word, I think, cause I don't mean to make them sound like it's negative, but they are a little more shallow, but they're fun. You know, these are surface level type associations with just, you know, friendly people who are really fun to hang out with. They're nice to be around. They're fun to hang out with. You know, now here's the difference. Real talk, important values, significant issues. Um, they don't really come to the foreground in these relationships um, because the more invested you become at this level, the more uncomfortable the relationship could become because of those new expectations of commitment being introduced. Well, and how many times have we tried, you know, to not even express what kind of relationship we want to have with somebody and just assume they want to have this deep, connected, yeah. long-term. Yeah, because you're hungry for it, right? And then you don't even discuss it with them. And they're thinking to themselves, why are they putting so much pressure on me that I have to discuss all this stuff with them when really I just want to have fun. Yeah. I just want to laugh, go out, grab dinner, chat, get away from the house a little bit. 
you know, do our thing. And we're like, what do you mean you want to dive into all of life adventure with us and get into the good, the bad, and the ugly? You right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. So we've had seasons where we probably desire the level or the category A friendship, right? More than anything, um, where it's kind of nice for it to be surface level, you know, because, uh, you know, and I, and I could see us kind of putting up a little bit of resistance with others. Now, at the same time, there's times we wanted other people. And the reality is everybody starts out in this category. You know, like everybody starts out like when you first meet people. Yeah. Everybody's a category A. But then over time, you start introducing things like your values. You know, like for us, one of them is how we parent, how, right. how our philosophy about raising kids, you know. And, and if we're not in alignment with another couple who has that same kind of value system, then we already know this is going to be a category of friendship. It'll be a fun play day. It'll be surface level. We'll, we'll enjoy each other. But that's about really as far go as it's going to go. And that's okay. But that's where we used to have a problem. Because, you know, we would sit there and we'd meet some fun people. And they had kids our age. And, you know, and they wanted to. And we'd have these great times together. And all of a sudden, we'd start talking about dreams, let's just say. Because we're dreamers. And all of a sudden, they would just like, oof. We don't want anything to do with ambition. And we're like, oh, okay, so you know there's a major limitation on how far this friendship's going to be able to go because of that. Right? Yeah. Another example is what one of our standards is really respecting husband and wife relationship. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll talk about what creates the standards in a second. So let me just kind of continue with the categories, right? Oh, okay. So category A is like that surface level. Um, and the thing is, the thing that the, the real game changer for us was learning that it's okay to have category of friendships. Not that if they don't get pushed into a deeper level, then there's something wrong with it. It's just okay. That was a huge thing for us, okay? And so it's it's important that you also don't see these friendships as like negative or less, you know, just like lesser. I don't want to make it sound like they're not as important people or anything like that. It's just a different category of actually being friends. It, it serves a purpose, right? Um, level, uh, say category B friendships. Uh, they require more from you and you from them. You know, here is where there starts becoming an expectation that you guys start to have a particular posture. Meaning, you know, if you say you're going to go somewhere and do something, you expect to be there on time. You know, that, that if you promise something, then you keep your promise, you know, and, and you're more predictable in general. You know, you, you got to be much more committed and responsible because others are counting on you and you're counting on them now, right? Well, this is this is this is where this is a category where many people may choose to only stay at that category A or even completely drop away from the relationship because it's more than they're available or willing to provide. Right. And so you got to be OK with this, that if that happens, that you don't lower your standards to fill a need of loneliness. Right. Do you have something you're going to add? Yeah, I was. You know, and just to add to that whole thing is that, again, here's a perfect example of how many times maybe you know, level A, you know, that you're working with, you want them so deeply to be in the level B because like you really enjoy them. Mm-hmm. Like you really just have so much fun. But sometimes that's what makes level A so much fun. Yeah. There's no pressure right. to be something that either they don't want to be or you don't want to be, yeah. you know? And that's, that's the beauty of having multiple friends that you don't have to pressure somebody. And then that's, what's really cool is like a level B is having the opportunity to have people that you actually want to go, you know, into those deep conversations with that you actually yeah. want to, you know, kind of dive into the things that might make you disagree about stuff yeah. sometimes that might stretch you to have a conversation about that might at times put a little, you know, gap in your relationship sometimes. Cause you aren't, 
just going to fold to whatever's comfortable. Yeah. Like some good examples of good level A friendships are our neighbors, you oh, know, yeah. here in our cul-de-sac. Like we have some tremendously great people. I mean, if you're going for a walk, we're going to stop and say hi and you know, and like one of our neighbors here is like, hey, we're going to be out by the pool tonight. You want to bring your kids over yeah, and we'll just go over people. there and just hang out for an hour. And we don't talk about anything deep. We kind of small talk everything. We talk about whatever, you know, what to do in the area and, you know, little bits about each other's lives. And, you know, but again, we also know we probably wouldn't necessarily introduce something a lot deeper than that because we may not align in different things. But right? what's cool about it is being thankful, though, for right. both of those, because yeah. I will tell you nothing like having great neighbors Who's yeah. keeping an eye on your house when you're not home, keeping an eye on what's going on in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, keeping you aware of what's, you know, hey, did you know this was going on? You know, like, or hey, if you're ever out of town, let me know, you know, I'll stop by and check on stuff. Like, so fun to be able to have lighthearted conversations sometimes, especially if you're one of those people that are driving all day long, yeah. working hard. Sometimes all you want to do is have a nice light conversation about life. Yeah. You know, yeah, you don't sure. want to go any deeper right then. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and you know, other examples could even be like some church relationships. You see them every Sunday and, you know, it's always just like super nice. It's kind. You just kind of catch up. You small talk. You, you know, there's not like, there's not an expectation pressure, for more. No there's pressure. not a weird pressure. Up. Same thing at, you know, school events. I remember when the kids were at school. That's true. Yeah. Such you know, it was fun chatting with some of the, the moms and dads that were there at pickup or, you know, at the next fundraising event they were doing or the next, you know, get together they were doing at school. Great to get caught up. It's awesome to hear that people are doing well in life when mm-hmm. you see people and it's lighthearted and you can laugh and enjoy just small conversations. It was great. Same thing for sports teams. You know, the kids have been on different sports teams. It's so neat. To yeah. be able to just have those light conversations yeah, and really see each other on a, a basis where it just kind of works out because you're all in the same area. Yeah. I mean, we have some basic, obvious standards when it comes to like that. You know, if the kids are going to, they're going to, we're going to have somebody come over and do a play date with our kids. I mean, if those kids are just acting like, you know, completely disrespectful and dishonoring and don't listen to their parents and are just like a bad example for our kids about how they act completely. I don't even be perfect, but if they're like, if they're like in like bad, we're, we're going to have to undo stuff later. That's probably not going to stay a level one friend that's going to come over and hang out, you know, things like that. Right. So anyways, well, because honestly, if you think about it, you know, it's not even fun to hang with them. They don't even qualify for a, a level a friend. Yeah. You know what I mean, because they're not even fun to hang with if that's how you right. want to behave. Right. If if when they leave, the kids are like, do we have to do that again? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you kind of ruled yourself out. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, so we're talking about, you know, the second category, the deeper level of friendships here where you actually, you're going to have to be intentional to form these up. And that is spending time with, you know, category A friends. And over time you start introducing things that matter to you. And we'll talk about some of our standards here in a minute that we start having conversations to see if there's alignment. And the more alignment we have, the deeper the conversation, the deeper the the, uh, friendship can go, right? And then the category C, I guess you'd say, that's where you have a number of these category B friendships, the deeper ones that now you experience life together and you have history together. It's like you go through hard things and they come running in when everybody else runs out. And, um, you know, you do the same for them. And, you know, it only comes through life experiences like that. And typically you're only going to have maybe a couple of these friendships, two, three, four in your lifetime, but you don't need more than that. But these are the people that even if you don't talk to them for six months, for some reason, cause you're busy people, you pick right back up where you left off. If you've ever made a phone call, you really needed them. They actually would show up. They actually would be there 
because they've proven that, you know, and those friendships are really special. Well, those are the ones that, you know, you really work to continue on a regular basis that, you know, if, if someone in, you know, the level C friendship category, not only needed you, but just, you know, didn't say they need you, you'd know they needed you Mm -hmm. and you would be the first one there without them asking. Um, and you wouldn't have to question it. And I know we'll get into the standards, but those are the deep relationships that for sure, there's going to be times where you don't see eye to eye and everything, Mm -hmm. you know, there's going to be arguments, you know, there's going to be disagreements. Yeah. I mean, not against the standards of what you want in a friendship, but maybe on certain topics that, you know, you're going up or actions somebody's taking or things that are happening, you know, and if we don't get a chance to actually press into some of those harder conversations, then how do you have a deeper cover, you know, deeper relationship with anybody? Yeah. I mean, we all know it's not really hard to not argue with somebody that you don't have a lot of friendship built into. It's the deep ones that you have those conversations with and you walk away sometimes you're like, I'm going to press back into this because that did not go well. And I care enough about this person that I want us to get, you know, aligned again. Yeah. So those are the neat things about going into the deeper, you know, yeah, I mean, this is what the relationships most people would d- refer to as like a little more deeper intense, you know, if necessary in your face. These are the people that you expect, you know, when a lot of people love you where you're at, these people don't love you. These people love you too much to let you stay where you're at. You know, this is these are the relationships where if somebody sees you getting off track, they actually will call you and call you out because they love you that much and they will help you because they don't want to see you just you know, just completely destroy your own life or whatever. And we need people like that. They take time to develop these friendships, but man, they're so powerful. So we'll get into our, our, um, standards, some of our standards in the next one here. And then also we'll chat on the next couple ones about how we teach our kids to have different levels of friendship. So they too can feel confident out there. Right on. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening. And thanks for your love and support. We hope that today's episode added tremendous value to you and your family. It would mean so much to us if you would partner with us on our mission of helping parents around the globe raise champion children in this crazy world. To do so, simply take a moment to like and share this podcast with everyone in your network. And we have great news. You get more of us. You can expect new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings. So be sure to consistently tune in with us and enjoy our show. See you next time.